The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 8th chapter. The Jews answered Jesus, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died? And the prophets died. Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, Before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen. In John chapter 17, the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he prayed that the church would be one as he and the Father are one. All throughout Scripture, God is one, but plural. In Genesis chapter 1, God says, Let us make humankind in our image. In Genesis chapter 18, the Lord shows up to Abraham when three men show up. All of this culminates when the church confesses in the Athanasian Creed, unity in Trinity and Trinity in unity. The one God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Many of us see our identities in our person, not in our relationships. For example, many believe that I am Marcus regardless if I'm the husband of Holly. However, relationship is fundamental to who I am. It's not in addition to. I am meant to be husband. So I am fully who I am when I am husband. Throughout scripture, we see relationship is God. 
specifically in our Acts and John readings. If God is Father, then there must be a child. And of course, there is the Son. But the Father and Son live in a particular way toward each other. They simply don't exist. Their beautiful relationship is one of giving and receiving love. In the 12th century, St. Bernard of Clairvaux uniquely describes God in a sermon on the Song of Solomon. He preached, If, as is properly understood, the Father is he who kisses, the Son he who is kissed, then it cannot be wrong to see that in the kiss the Holy Spirit, for he is the tranquil peace of the Father and the Son, their unshakable bond, their undivided love, their indivisible unity. God is God when he is the Father who eternally loves his Son and the Son who is eternally loved and the Spirit is the love eternally given and received. Now all of that can be summed up in three words. God is love. Love doesn't simply exist, but is in action toward and for someone. For God to be love, there is a lover, a beloved, and the love shared. This is beautifully imaged in Lucas Chronic's 1515 painting of the Holy Trinity, also known as the Gnadenstuhl. In this painting, the Father is lovingly embracing the crucified Son with the Holy Spirit resting on the son's knee, looking up at his face. The picture is heavenly, since the Trinity is surrounded by angels, but at the same time, it touches two people who are firmly on the earth's surface. This is the image in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, when it says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. The image of God in humanity is through the communion of persons. You see, even though Adam was perfect, it was not good for him to be alone. Adam was fully himself when he had Eve to love and to receive love. Adam and Eve living towards each other in love reflects the Holy Trinity. This isn't completely revealed until Jesus comes along. Without Jesus, we would not know how our humanity is meant to image the Trinity. 
Jesus reveals to us that people cannot fully find themselves except through a sincere gift of themselves. This is precisely what Jesus does on the cross. In this act of love, each of us are fully ourselves. We are fully ourselves when we live like God in Christ. In the Lucas Chronic painting of the Holy Trinity, not only is the Father lovingly embracing the Son, but at the same time, the Father is lovingly offering the Son to those who are looking at the painting. God is relationship because he is love, not just among the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but also outside of himself. In an act of pure grace, God loves by creating, redeeming, and sanctifying you. Since humanity is made in the image of God, you are meant for the divine. We are meant to live our lives toward God by receiving what he offers. We fulfill our destiny when we live in union and communion in life-giving, self-donating love from God toward one another. Since this is the Trinity's life, we need the Trinity alive in us. As St. Paul says, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the second person of the Holy Trinity, lives the divine life in human form. And with Jesus alive in us by the power of the Holy Spirit, we live human love in the divine plan. For all the times we sin, by rejecting the divine life and the divine plan, we need to keep coming here to this altar. In every divine service, through the forgiveness of sins, we are joined to Christ. And being joined to Christ, we are joined to the Trinity, which means we are restored to our original purpose, our original identity, and our destiny. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.